The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things Burgundy and Gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, anywhere where you get your five podcasts. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield. Rodney Henderson, a Giants correspondent. Listen, with desperate times calls for all hands on deck, and it's an all hands on deck show. Um, talking burgundy and gold, all things NFL ahead of the Super Bowl. Um, now, now, before we get to all things Super Bowl, burgundy and gold, I do want to ask you guys one question. Because for me, it doesn't bother or annoy me at all in the least bit. Because it's not a lot. But I see so many like guys on social media talking about how they don't want to see Taylor Swift anymore during the games. It's like they show her like like five to six times for like fifteen seconds. It's not really a big deal. Does it? We'll start with Kevin. Does it bother you at all? I don't understand why this bothers people. And if it does, help me understand why people are so upset by seeing her on television. She's a star. Well, I'm I'm. Well, you know me, I'm, I'm sort of different when it comes to viewing the games. I like to watch the games in silence. I like to look at it and, and you know, I got my setup, I get the crowd noise and all that. And, you know, it's a, it's a reaction to whenever Kelsey does something, they go to her for a reaction shot. Right. Whether it's good or bad, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it, but it's not affecting me one way or another because here's the thing, you can't do anything about it. It'd be one thing if you stop Kelsey, then they didn't show the shot. Right, that would that would give you some incentive to stop Kelsey. But right. they're gonna show it either way, and, and it's all about the dollar. It's all about marketing, man. They yes, to open up to a group of individuals who wouldn't normally watch a football game, and those Swifties are like that. Those Swifties yeah, are like listen, that. Listen, I'm seeing so many stories of dads who are posting that their nine year old, their thirteen year old, their seventeen year old, their twenty five year old like who never watched football with them, have been watching football with them for the last six weeks. They have bought, you know, the NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube because they want to see all the Kansas City games just for the six seconds they see, uh, you know, Taylor. <laughs> but they're watching the game with their dad. And by the way, like, I mean, she's, it's it's for a little bit. It's not for a long time. Anyway, Rodney, what about you? Because it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't, I don't understand why anyone's bothered by this. It doesn't, it's, it's so small to me. The the NFL shield is a business. So they generated, they said they generated from September to December. It mm-hmm. was 320, yeah. was it 31 million? Yeah, 331 million. They're going to they gonna show her more than the commercials. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. They, bought, they, bought, they bought to text Usher right now and say, hey, uh, right in the middle of that, of, of that halftime performance, if she's there, she's singing a song. Well, yeah, things, yeah, yeah. one yeah. thing, the, the night before uh, the, uh, the Arrows tour is in Japan. So, I mean, you know, she, she, I'm sure she can jump on the Learjet and fly to Vegas, right? That's no problem. But check this out. A few years back, my daughter, who was, I believe, at the time it happened, maybe like 22 or 23, she said, Dad, you know, this Sunday, Beyonce is going to be on TV. Oh, yeah. And they're playing the Super Bowl, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's, and the NFL it. loves it. Like, and again, they're not showing a lot of her, okay? And yeah. I know that some people are listening to the show and they're like, why are they talking about Taylor? I want to hear them talk about my football. Come on, man. It's entertainment. <laughs> She's a superstar. 
what you need to do is dig down deep inside of yourself and examine yourself and figure out what is it about this, this, you know, 30 year old little white girl who, but bothers you so much. Like what, what is it about you that is triggered by this girl being shown on television? But anyway, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. Enjoying the game. <laughs> if she was, if she was drunk or twerking or something like that, yeah, that right. that's a problem. That's a she's problem. Just, but yeah, she's just high fiving and watching the game. Yeah. And by mm-hmm. the way, the networks in the NFL are doing it. She's not the one. Yeah. But right. anyway, we, let, right, let's right, move right, on. Right. Gotcha. We've got a lot to talk about. I guess we should start burgundy and gold. Brand new coach. Um, Clyde Jenkins sent me a text somewhere around two o'clock today. And he said, thank God, thank God Dan Quinn is gone. And so I'm, I was assuming that he must have meant that Dan Quinn was going to the Washington Commanders. And that's exactly what happened. Because for two and a half years, Clyde Jenkins, my cousin, who's a Cowboys fan, was loving Dan Quinn. Even thought that Dan Quinn should start this year as the head coach of the Cowboys and not Mike McCarthy. And then somewhere, let's just say right around the uh, wild card round of the playoffs, he fell out of love with Dan Quinn, who could not stop the greatness that is Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers uh, at home. And then Dan Quinn's the worst coordinator of all time. Kevin, we'll start with you. Then Rodney, how do you feel about this signing uh, as far as head coach? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like you said, he couldn't stop the greatness uh, that is Jordan Love. So what do you do in that case at home in the playoff game where you're the number one seed? What do you do? You give the man a promotion, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing you do. But prior to the Dan Quinn saga, um, prior to that, we got to investigate the the mystery of the of the Ben Johnson situation, because if you listen to the pundits, like we recommend that you don't, but if you happen, if you have to, <laughs> if you're one of those guys who got to hear what this insider is tweeting or that insider is tweeting, it's a done deal. It was Ben right. Johnson. Why right. are we even talking about anybody else? It was Ben Johnson. And now, by the way, Kevin, I don't mean to interrupt you, but please write down this thought. But I've got to ask you guys this, too. Um, and we talked about this a little bit before the show. I had no clue who Ben Johnson was before the start of the season. Right. No clue. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Ben Johnson was a guy who was running for Congress in Ohio. <laughs> like, I don't, I had no, no clue who he was before Detroit went off and won all these games. Um, Rodney, it, said, Kevin, Rodney said he was the dude that called Lewis beat uh, that time in the race. But uh... <laughs> so, so real quick, Kevin, you first, then you, Rodney, and then we'll go back to Kevin. If you had to name one job that a dude named Ben Johnson would be applying for, and it has nothing to do with football, what would a dude named Ben Johnson be applying for? Oh, he's a plumber. He's a, oh. definitely a plumber, right? You know, <laughs> got your, your toilet clogged, call Ben Johnson, right? <laughs> ben Johnson, that's the name. And where you go, trouble down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> trouble down the drain. Rodney, Ben Johnson, one job. Well, what does he apply well, for? I, I think he, he's a man of many trades because <laughs> not only he's a plumber, he's the landlord, too. So right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Johnson, the fritters ain't working. But <laughs> right. You make the check, make, please make your check payable to Ben Johnson. <laughs> yep, yep. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Now, All right. Wait so, a minute, Kevin, go right ahead. Sorry. I, for one, and you know, we we try to be like impartial and unbiased of our opinions of what we say about on this show. But I was so happy <laughs> when it turns out that he wasn't the man because it showed it mm-hmm. showed the public that they shouldn't be listening to all these people. All right, they're right. all they're hearing is conjecture and rumor 
and this guy says, and that guy's, and they're taking it as fact, then they spit it back out trying to make themselves sound intelligent. These guys don't know. These mm-hmm. guys, as a matter of fact, I would venture to say they know less than we do. Because at least yeah, we'll yeah. try. And, you know, we got the, you know, we got the choice of who we, you know, we'll listen to us. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we'll listen to us. We're not gonna like uh, regurgitate stuff we hear from guys that we don't know. You know, that's craziness. So I thought, and then as soon as you find out he wasn't coming, oh, then the smear campaign started. Oh, he turned them down when they were on the plane to see him. He wanted more money. You know, it's just, it's this, the, you know, they're mad because the commander's ownership didn't do what they thought. The pundits thought was going to happen. So all of a sudden, there's something wrong with them. It can't possibly right. be us. So I, for one, I know I'm ranting. That's why I wanted to do the show so bad today. I, for one, <laughs> am happy for Ben, his family, the plumbing business, and his real estate company. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm happy. Rodney, your right. thought about um, Dan Quinn signing? Um, I, I think he got a raw deal in Atlanta anyway. I think a lot of people say, you know how it's that uh, the margin that, um, like, uh, North Turner, you're not a good head coach, but he's a good coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think he got a real deal. I think he just needed to a little bit little bit more time. So uh, I guess patiently, as the new ownership is for the con- commanders, hopefully they're going to be uh, patient enough for him to maybe to get it going. Because he had, what, six years in uh, Atlanta? Mm-hmm. And he was like yeah. 46 and 45 record. So I, I think I, I think he's fifty three. He's young enough, but uh, uh, all the players seem like they they love playing for him. And I know Michael uh, uh, Michael uh, Parsons said, "Well, if he leave, I go." I think he said it jokingly, but I think he really in heart to heart, you know, to every joke is some truth to it, right? But uh, we'll see. I, I, I think you got to give him a chance. I think he's a professional. He's he probably learned from the the first time, maybe. Uh, but in, another another. Instance, you might have was just kept Ron for another year, but you know maybe that was just me. No, but, no, 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 no. 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 That, I, I think you do that, but I will say this: Rodney and Kevin, I think you both are onto something. Like the thing about the Dan Quinn situation that makes sense is that when you're a new owner, got a new GM, you're trying to mm-hmm. build something here. The first thing you need to do is establish like like some consistency, right? Like you right. don't have the luxury of experimentation at this point, so you need mm-hmm. to get a coach. Now, of course, you could go Bill Belichick, but why would you bring that in when he wants so much control, right? You don't want to go. You don't want to go there with him because he wants so much control. You don't want to go with Rabel because he's kind of the same way. And so, you don't want a guy who wants so much control. Bring a Dan Quinn in. He knows how to run a professional organization. He's a great defensive coordinator. By the way, you've got a lot of talent on offense, but. Despite the two, you know, Chase Young and Montez Sweat going, the defensive line, I mean, you still got some guys on defense. He can maybe work with those guys. I just feel like like if you're going to rebuild, rebuild and get a head coach that's been a head coach before, had was a successful coordinator in Seattle, in Dallas, and you're bringing a guy who knows what he's doing. Build right. something stable. You're not in the let's go the young hot shot experimental stage. That's not where you are right now as an organization. Now maybe if if if, if Quinn is able to build something here and they're on the cusp, maybe then you're like, okay, we're going to go young, you know, hot shot coach. But right now, it's the, it's it's definitely the right move. You got to rebuild something. Well, first so I, of all. No, go yeah. ahead, Rodney. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, no, yeah. And also, and I think it would disappointment a lot of fans is is they're thinking about quarterback, uh because what, what he he's done for uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff has been probably some one of the best quarterbacks that's been been playing in the last what 
eight or 10 weeks. So he's like, well, okay, well, Ben Johnson could do that, i.e. Brian the ball towards uh, Josh Allen. We want, we want that here for the uh, commanders. If we're going to draft a young quarterback. So I think that was disappointing with all the uh, fans was in Amber with, and, and only that, not only that, he had a connection through uh, North Carolina ties because uh, Drake Make is from there. So I think that was another one. But he, I guess at the last minute, he said, well, no, nah, I'm going uh, to establish my business here in Detroit. We got a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but here's the deal on that, man. Goff was the number one overall pick. So it's not like he was just some some bum that they found off the street and decided – that uh, I'm going to try way, to find some football. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go. Go, you know, Golf went to a Super Bowl, too, before he met, you know, right. uh, uh, the uh, plumber. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, before he met the plumber, the real estate guy, <laughs> the right? The plumber, yeah. <laughs> Actually went to a Super Bowl, right, you know, and, and uh, you know, just ran into a team that was, that was better, right, you know? But, I mean, you compare Jared Goff to what we saw last year in terms of quarterback play, there should be no comparison, right? So, but you know that's why you know that uh, again you know I'm I'm happy for for the man you know he got a chance to feed his family nothing against him personally because as you said we had no idea of his existence up until <laughs> a few months ago right I uh, right. one one thing that one thing that that bothers <laughs> me about the Quinn hire and that's and that's tradition that's tradition if if you want to truly establish a fan base, you got to look at the tradition. It's not so much, uh, well, he's good, he has this record. It's you, as a fan, you got to hate everything Dallas, right? You know, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want nothing coming from Dallas, right? You just, you know, I don't care who he is. You well, they did this before right? with North Turner. They did it before. I, I, I didn't want him. Okay. I did, and you saw how that turned out, right? I, <laughs> I didn't want that, right? I don't want nothing Dallas, right? You know, I personally thought that, that uh, you know, the, it was obvious last year that Bienemy came in because Ron Rivera wanted Sam Howell to be the guy for some mm-hmm. unknown reason. He wanted mm-hmm. Sam to be the guy. And Eric said, sure, why not? Yeah, okay, yeah, I can do that, yeah. And it had to be obvious to Eric and everybody else on that team except for Ron that, that, that Howell wasn't the guy. Right. That wasn't the guy. What made it worse is when the two times that uh that uh Jacoby Juan Benova, uh, Jacoby Juan Kenobi, whatever his name is, came into the game. <laughs> he just worked magic, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it was I saw that last week of the season where they said he's starting. He's like, ah, actually, I you took know, my hamstring. Yeah, you know, I, I'm feeling <laughs> a, this week. I'm feeling a hammy coming though. I think you mm-hmm. I think the young fella got this one, coach. You know what I'm saying, right? You know? Yeah, so. Uh, and, you know, and I was happy at least that they interviewed him. And that was a good, a positive sign to me, a positive sign. Maybe they interviewed him and said, hey, look, if we bring somebody else in, will you stick this out? Because these people can't be, I mean, they're, they're billionaires. They can't be idiots. They saw the same thing we saw. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, Rodney, do you believe that Eric Bieniemy is going to stick around? Like, does does Quinn want him as, as his offensive coordinator? Like, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, obviously he's going to talk to him. They're going to, you know, he's going to interview or whatever, I guess. But does Bienemy want to stay around? I, I think their personalities probably do mesh and, and they get along. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good fit. I think it'll be a good fit. So I, I don't know. It, that'll, that'll, that's that's up to and, – and that's that's something I think they figure in too. Who could uh, place a, a, together a good staff 
as quick too. So that part was in, you know, in a mix too. So, you know, what? Could... that's a good point because Quinn has all these connections again, right. the head coach right. before. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, and it's, it, that, and that is a concern where like you do these retreads, but the thing about some of the retreads is they, they, they could put together a staff super quick. Mm-hmm. You know, who would be a good place will be a good team for Eric B enemy to land because they really need a guy of his temperament. That's Dallas. And you I was saw that say, in the yeah, Dallas, yeah, Dallas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you saw how soft those guys were. Because Green Bay came in and chumped those dudes, the offense I'm speaking of in particular. The defense was, I believe it was hurt. I still believe that Michael Parsons hasn't been 100% since like game four or five, right? But <clears throat> they chumped these dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the guy, you know. Clyde I, Jenkins I was actually texted me about that. Clyde Jenkins, te- my cousin texted me during the game, was like, I didn't expect to get punked until we played San Francisco. <laughs> he, he wasn't expecting to get jumped until they had to go to the Bay. And then yeah. it came early against the, the different Bay, Green the Bay. The wrong Bay. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. And I was, sh- I was shocked. Dude has cut more passes than anybody in the history of the organization and let Green Bay just chump him. Just chump. You know what? Didn't even retaliate. As I was watching that game, and Rodney, tell me what you think. People were talking about Dak. He's not big time. Dak couldn't seem to get on the same page as CD. I didn't feel like it was Dak. I felt like it was CD. Like Definitely. I felt like CD Lamb was the one who was off a bit and kind of like starstruck and confused, and the lights were too big at that moment. Exactly. I didn't feel yep. like it was Dak. Mm-hmm. Like something happened with the chemistry. I don't know what happened. Like he told him, like, okay, this will be your last game. You're gonna get traded. <laughs> something I, I I don't know what happened, but it looked like the connection wasn't there. But then again, I look at it. Didn't Dak throw for, for 400 yards? Yes. But yeah. see, 400 but yards, see, but you know, the, the, and the game Dak, was over. So Dak continue, continually went to CD trying to keep him in the game. At some right. point, he should have bailed on him and said, Hey, it ain't working today, big fella. Just go yeah. take a seat. CD you know, seemed to be the one that was off to me that game, not Dak. Something, yeah, something was, was going on. Something was going on, and that, and that's that's uh, it's so difficult though. Now we were talking about this before. Um, new age athletes, like, what are you you here for? Are you, for you want to have the bag, or you get the money first, or you you want fame and stardom? And but the bright lights is there. You didn't show up, so yeah. So it's it's just, it's difficult sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but they, you know. Is that something you could teach an athlete, or is that something that's that's in you, right? You know, can't see. I, me personally, I've always loved sports. I've always been an, in air quotes for you people on the podcast, athlete. But I never really physically was able to dominate people. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until somebody told me once that, well, basically, if your opponent doesn't know how good you are. <laughs> so all right. you got to do is act apart, right? <laughs> you <know? laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. But I guess these guys are so used to just being physically dominant that they expect their opponent to just roll over, right? You know, and then... And, and... Exactly. When somebody punched back, it's a different another story. And, that's just, and, and they had the nerve to punch CD first. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, can you imagine somebody doing that to Dez Bryant? <laughs> oh goodness, no! Oh goodness, Dez was grown, it was grown man football out there when Dez was playing. I mean, yeah. you know, and you and you, and you pick these players out like even with the Commanders, you know, you weren't going to go out and chuck Pierre Garcon. No, not at all. No, you weren't going to go out there and chuck Santana Moss. That wasn't happening w- with 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 the Giants. Plexico Burris, 
You weren't no. going out there and going chump Plexico. That what Plexico went to a club with a gun and some sweatpants. <laughs> him on, on the and he shot himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's bad. That's a you bad boy right there. Yeah, ready to play next day, right? That's right. It was that's right. Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson, right? You know, we had right. B Rob got B Rob got shot on the streets of DC and was ready to play a few weeks later. Like you right. some players, you're not chumping on the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, but look, even on our team, man, Terry McLaurin is 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 like he's an emotional player, but he didn't have a fit when when Sam couldn't get the ball to him, but. When Jacoby Wakanobi got the ball to him, he was quite boisterous and let the defense know, yes, I'm still here. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Don't exactly. you forget it. Don't right. you forget well, well, it. Well, well, it's, it's what's called, it's what's called, what do they used to call them in, in rap? It's called, you know, studio gangsters. Like you talk <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yes, nobody guarding you. Mm-hmm. But then we were out on the on the on the field. Now talk it, you know, and and, and Terry's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm, I don't have to do a whole lot of talking. My game will talk. Like this guy can't get me the ball. And I understand that. But we got somebody in here who can. Oh, I'm right here. You know what I mean? Right, and right. so, yeah, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, so I, um, you know, but but that it takes us back to the Dan Quinn thing, right? The team you can't have like part of your team being like part of your team is like that, and then the other half isn't. I right. mean, it's got to be some bleed over, right? You know, you can't have one of your stars be that soft because it has to. Bleed. It's it's got to be a divisive factor on the team. I would that, think so. Yeah, it's just, that. you know, if, if nothing else, I want... Remember, Claude, we've had this conversation, like, watching Dez Bryant on the sideline, who was ranting and raving, and the, the image that they tried to portray was it was a malcontent. But if you look at what Dez was saying, he was saying, come on, we're better than this. You yeah. guys are better than this, right? I, I, forget, who, I forget who was, he, he was yelling at one game, but man, it was all over Sports Center and all over the, the the radio stuff and TV. Oh, what a horrible teammate! All this other kind of stuff. But then a week after that, or two weeks after, when because he was mic'd up, and and the audio came out, he was encouraging his teammate, like, "Man, you're one of the best players in the league. Like, you can't like like don't let them stop you. Don't let them slow you down. You're right. one of the best. You got to believe in yourself. I believe in you." He's and he's screaming at him like, "You can do this." It, but but like you said, they wanted to paint him as something else. Right, right. So that's another reason. It's funny how this whole thing comes full circle. It goes back to, to the Ben Johnson thing. That's why you can't believe these guys. But what what football media is nowadays, the guys are a bunch. They should be called NFL influencers. Mm-hmm. They don't wow. have to go get any facts or anything. They just tell you what they feel, and they present it as fact. And and, and the sheep will follow. Yeah, well, you know, and, and what it is is, it's let me let me make this statement and then try to find things to back it up yes. as opposed to looking at what exists because and, and and then making a statement because everyone's trying to be on the next new thing everybody wants to find the next new you know Shanahan uh, Kyle Shanahan the next new you know uh, uh uh head coach who's young and 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 it's like you know or just look at what the results are let's see who's winning let's see who for more than just one season or two seasons and see who's really, you know, putting in the work. And then and we'll make our judgments after that. But, they, you know, everyone's got to be first to break something. Or I was on this three years ago. I was on this four years ago. And But but we don't count how many times they were wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. how many times people were wrong on Lamar Jackson. And it's like, you know, coming out of the draft, oh, you know, you, you guys know the buzzwords. We're not sure if he has the cognitive yeah, uh, yeah, discipline yeah. to be a great quarterback. We don't know if he can throw the ball well enough. 
Of course he can. Of course you, he can. You know, let's side side note, since you mentioned Lamar. I don't know if you saw the the, the Ravens pregame before that game where they had they brought back the old defensive players, they brought back Ray Lewis, yeah. and he was hollering Suggs. And, uh-huh. and whoever the defensive back was. I in my gut from that point on, from that point, I said, This isn't right because this shouldn't be about the defense. This should not be right, about the right, defense. Right. They could acknowledge these guys, but they made it number one, the defense today couldn't live up to what these those guys did back no. then. No. But this was supposed to be about Lamar. This right. was supposed to be a showcase for Lamar, and the team didn't do it. So I had problems with that. And it, it Lamar completed the pass to himself and ran for 20 yards. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do that, Brock Purdy. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just, I mean, when you said that, I, it just, it made, you know, we haven't done a show in a while for, for various reasons, right? You know, the main reason we've been busy. <laughs> Other reason is. We're waiting for news to happen that hasn't happened. We were waiting. And don't forget, we were going to record this show yesterday. Yesterday. Now, today being February 1st, we were going to record it yesterday, January 31st. um, And we just, we couldn't get it done for schedules. And then, um, next thing you know, the 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 you know Dan Quinn thing happened. So and Kevin sent a text. Thank goodness we didn't record yesterday <laughs> right. because now we've got you know Dan Quinn to talk about. And so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to do fake news and not the first, um, I guess pre Super Bowl version of fake news or not coming up after the break on Federal Football Report. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer, and in that split second moment in time. Her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. The ones that matter most are the children. There is a special place in South Dakota a place of hope, love, safety, and opportunity for Native American children. This place is St. Joseph's Indian School. Here, we preserve traditions, provide Lakota kids a safe place to learn, attend to the mind, body, heart, and spirit of every child in our care. As a father, I feel very good about leaving my kids here and they have way more opportunities here. I can come on campus and I can feel the good vibes and the children, they can really grow. Together, we are giving Lakota children brighter futures and a proud connection to their past. To learn more, go to helplakotakids.org today. 
Finally, there's a sports show that speaks directly to you, the federal workforce. It's the Federal Football Report. We'll examine both the upcoming GSA and NFL schedules. Will the virtualization of the quarterback server enable him to develop connectivity with his new acquisitions? Will the end users be properly positioned to receive the big data? Can offensive line cybersecurity prevent defensive incursions? Will the new management be FedRAMP approved and able to make the key procurement? Don't be the fan that's stuck in the cloud. Tune in to the Federal Football Report, coming soon to Federal News Radio. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report. It is time for America's favorite segment, Fake News or Not. It's time for Fake News or Not. Not, 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 not. I will give Kevin and Rodney three statements coming out of Washington. Some having to do with the Burgundy Gold. Maybe it won't have anything to do with the Burgundy Gold. And they will let me know whether it is fake news or not. So we'll start with Kevin and then Rodney. Uh, Statement number one. Now, new coach, new GM, new ownership, everything's going to change. Fake news or not? Well, news. That's definitely news. It's it's a change because um, the group bought the team midseason and they've wisely observed. They didn't mm-hmm. try to make their mark or, or, or come in making great grand things. They observed. And like, like Magic uh, said quite a few times on Twitter, what I'm observing <laughs> stinks, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I think it's going to be some obvious change, some definite change. Uh, it's a matter of how deep. I mean, do they, do they change, um, do they change, like, into the administrative offices, the secretaries? The cooks, the janitors, and all that. Uh, who, the, who the, knows? The, the, uh, the physical therapist. The, the, oh, please the do. Team. Please do that. That's the first thing. Look, full <laughs> disclosure. Full disclosure. Once upon a time, when I was uh, doing the Tony Kornheiser show uh, on uh, one of the local sports, I don't know what it was called at that particular time, that station was owned by Red Zebra. And Red Zebra at the time was owned by Daniel Snyder. I had no problem with it. <laughs> Not one. Because mm-hmm. always paid on time, paid well, and none mm-hmm. of the checks bounced. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so everything that, that Dan Snyder does isn't evil. Let's, let's put it that way, right? You know? <laughs> You're right? That, that, that part of it worked for me. So every, that part of it might not have to change. You might have some good people in place and, you know, behind the scenes. But the organizational aspect of it that has to do with football, yeah, there's got to be some changes, immediate changes, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they got a GM, let's say instead of Ron having the last say. Right, right. Or here's a good one for you. Maybe they'll consider winning to be one of the considerations they should be aiming for. <laughs> right, yeah, instead of, well, we don't always consider winning when making decisions towards yeah, the end yeah. of the game. Maybe, hopefully that'll change right away. About, Ron? <laughs> What? Rodney, fake what news or not, about- everything will change. What do you got? Uh, I think that's news. You got to be patient. It's a new new start, fresh new start. So you have to be patient. Uh, I think you, I think the the I think the Snyder thing is looming over it so much that it's a fresh start. And I think uh, like my cousins Donnell and Jeffrey, they they're excited, you know, but they're kind of disappointed about the today because the offensive end. But I think I think you got to be patient. But it's definitely news, definitely news. I think with time, due time, and patience, and it seemed like they're patient. Matter of fact, they they're so patient they was already to Detroit, right, right, and turned yeah. around. Said, yeah. "Well, okay, no problem. We, 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 we go, go with the backup plan." 
Let me add this, man. I, I, I don't know how many people know, but I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the third string drummer at our church, right? Third string. That means, like, there had to be, like, a serious accident and a serious illness before I get on the set, <laughs> before I can make it on the set. Now, there's been a couple of times where, like, we'd be at uh, uh, practice before service starts, and uh, there's no drummer, and the second string drummer's in there, so I, I grab my sticks, right, and I head for the kit, and about five, ten minutes before service, I even, like, practice a couple of songs. Five or ten minutes before service starts, uh, the drummer shows up, right? Uh-huh. So I said, I'm like I'm like the chick that you can't find the, the date to the prom, and you tell this chick you want to take her to the prom, and she gets her hair done and gets made up and buys a dress. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> the night of the prom, the one you wanted to take shows up. So you got to call her back and say, look, we can't make it. So we got oh, this. Man. It's like, like well, it is, it is February 1st. You're like, you're like the person that gets the, gets the Valentine's date on February 8th. Right, <laughs> not even, not even the thirteenth or the fifteenth, not even the day before or after. It's a whole week. I'm gonna take that Valentine's Day a whole week before. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. we got, yeah, we got this running joke. Say, Kevin, get your prom dress ready. Kevin, get your prom dress ready. Kevin, hang up your dress. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, I do think it's news. Yep. I think it's news because mm-hmm. you have an owner who owns other professional sports teams yeah. and and was patient last year. Not patient in that, oh, you know, uh, we'll turn things around this year. But I was like, nope, nope. We're going, he's going to play out the contract, play out the season. You know, we'll get rid of Del Rio because, you know, why not? And um, no, we're going to – and and then once that's done, we're going to get to work. And so I do think that that is news. Things um, will 100% change. Fake news are not question number two. Eric Bieniemy will still be offensive coordinator – of the commanders, Kevin and then Rodney. I say that's news. Okay. I, I say that it's going to shock a bunch of the fan base. But like I said, the things that were obvious to us last year, it had to be obvious to the league, the professionals, the ones who see that 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 Eric the enemy had no control over the roster. He was mm-hmm. forced to try to do something with the players that Rivera picked. And it was not, not like a trial. It wasn't like the guys who are capable of running his scheme were, were, uh, were available to him. And then that thing about the people complaining to Ron about being He's practicing. He's too tough the- on us. Yes, yes. And then Ron acknowledging it, acknowledging it publicly that the players said that, you know, he had a raw deal. He was getting a raw deal all the way around. So I'm saying he'll still be there. And, uh, you know, the, the, you know, what do we care about what these pundits think or what this fan base thinks? Because <laughs> the only ones who really know anything about it are the ones that listen to us anyway. So, right, so right, yeah, right. so that, that's news. He'll still be there. What do you think, Rodney? Oof. I would say I will, that would be nice. But he signed a one year deal, right? Or is it two year deal, one year? It was a one year deal. I think it was a one year deal, yeah. Oh, yeah, he got no, a deal, no, a fake news. <laughs> if it's the one you did, fake news. Yeah, he out. Yeah, it, but, it, but, don't but worry the, about it. Yeah, they, that's they, true. They said the everything. Everything. The fact, that they, oh. the fact that they interviewed him to me shows me that they saw something. Maybe you know, maybe maybe Magic gives him a call and say, "Hey, look, you know, I highly recommend you keep the enemy on your staff, or I'll be watching you." Something I don't know. But that's oh, just so, my, uh, my football. Like, so, no, he's, he signed a two-year contract, actually. Okay. Oh, so he's still on the contract. Yeah, he's still on the contract. 
Oh, okay. Well, then I, 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 you know, I changed my mind. I said it's next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he's going to get that money. I think he's going to go ahead, stick, stick around, get that money. It was a yeah, yeah, two year deal. He'll yeah, he'll stick around and. and but and, you know what? Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be? Like if they decide to keep the second overall pick, and go with a quarterback, you got Brissett on the roster. If you use him like they should have used Brissett this year, you don't. You're not forced to. A lot of times, teams have drafted a quarterback big, not 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 to win, but as a marquee thing, right? You know, like we drafted a big name, right? Uh, but they don't. They could. They could use that second pick, get a bunch of more picks, draft like they want to. I mean, they got a new GM. What what, what good is a GM if he's not going to draft and stuff? I mean, he's pointless if he doesn't draft people. So you give him. Oh, side note, I get distracted. We have we got to do more shows, so I won't be distracted like this. Isn't the GM we have the same one who drafted Trey Lance from San Francisco? <laughs> yes. You mean Trey okay. Lance was that with Dallas? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Here's what's interesting. So Jacoby Brissett only signed a one-year deal worth $8 million. Right. Seven, mm-hmm. 7.5 guaranteed. And mm-hmm. so, maybe, but maybe Eric says we got to bring this guy back. Like, we need him. We're going to need to draft a quarterback. We need him to train the quarterback because he can show him some things. I like what Jacoby can do. Uh, so sign him to a two-year deal. Who knows? I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, the facts speak for himself. He shows – look at say, look at these two games, right? Look at the – Where Jets I played game. a total of like eight minutes. Right, right. <laughs> look at the game we played this guy. If we could have played him when I wanted to play him, we would have never had him in the position where he had to come from behind like about 24 points twice, and he almost won both of those games. Gave us the lead in one of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so – yeah, you know that I'm just looking at it from common sense, common sense. But this is a business. Who knows? All right, third fake news and not question. Um, the NFC East hasn't had a repeat champion, and I don't even know when. The Cowboys won in 2023, the 2023-2024 season. Uh, there will be a new NFC East champion in 2024-2025. Kevin, fake news and not? Oh, that's news. That's okay. news. The Cowboys are through. <laughs> what I saw. <laughs> From what I saw, the, the Cowboys are through. That, that, that team, I mean, whatever caused whatever happened to happen on that team, you know, me personally, is probably a girl. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. whatever happened, that, 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 like, cuts to the bone right there, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, like uh, Rodney said, uh, 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 you know, uh, Michael Parson making a little snide remarks, joking. Uh, like you said, all jokes are based on some truth right there, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, their defensive coordinator leaving, you know, I mean, it's an opportunity, right? But, but you know, apparently he was thinking about leaving before this game. Something he wasn't thinking about the Green Bay Packers, I tell you that. He definitely was not thinking about the Green Bay yeah. Packers. So, yeah, definitely. And then whatever happened in Philly and why that is not being addressed, why that – well, me personally, I think Jalen Hurts was uh, hurt most of the, tw- toward the so end too. of the season. And then the thing with uh, with uh, A.J. Brown, whatever happened is happening there, you know, probably a girl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I said all this to say the Giants might win the thing next year. <laughs> Who knows? You never know. You never you know. Never know. Well, if we if we can find a coach, yeah. <laughs> okay, if we can find yeah, a coach, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll so Rodney, do you think that there'll be a new NFC East champ next year? Uh no, I do not. So that's I think the that's, Cowboys that's, will that's... repeat. No, I, I well. 
No, I, that's fake news. So okay. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think, but it's it's yeah, it's even gonna be Eagles, us or Commanders. So even either way, so you know, I don't think Cowboys will repeat. No, well, you I don't. Oh. I don't. What's what's politics? Or not? There it is. Now there hey, was look. something you guys were talking during the commercial break that you wanted to bring up. I can't. I think it had to do with the enemy. Can't remember what it was. It's all kind oh, of Lamar. Oh, oh yeah, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Going Lamar. back to the Baltimore game. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about Lamar. Yeah. Well, well, Rodney brought up the fact that uh, well, Rodney was thinking that Lamar didn't didn't play his best game. Uh, I, I think he didn't use his legs. I, mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, it doesn't matter if you throw the ball or not. Just move the chains. If you can run, and God gave it to you, use it. It's the championship what... game. It's one game yeah. before the Super Bowl. Sell out to get to that yes. game, the next game. I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just think, I think he played a smart game. I think that. Uh, that uh, Zay Flowers, is that his name? Uh, yeah. He just made a couple of rookie mistakes, man. I mean, it just, you know, and, and when, when a guy makes a mistake out of effort, you can't fault him. <laughs> you know, reaching for the I goal agree. line, wanting to score. You, 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 I you agree. Can't, you can't fault him. The, the the taunting penalty was big, and 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 it was, it was instigated by Kansas City. That's because this was a young team, Playing a veteran team, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the dude held held on to him when he was down on the ground, and he didn't have to. And it was nothing malicious or anything. He just spun the ball, and right. Right. if he had done it facing the other way, it would have been fine. But as you know, as a young kid, and they would not have made it that far if it wasn't for those two guys. If it wasn't oh, one hundred percent. You know, I blame the defense. <laughs> I blame the defense. There were several. In the first half, there was some. They needed a couple of stops, right? And they did hold Kansas City to seventeen, right? You know, they did. No, they did. I, you know what? I mean, I, I don't know if I blame Lamar or Zay when you know you've got these players, these young players. Well, Zay Flowers a young player, but you also have Lamar, who's been there for a while. But this is the biggest game of his career. I almost blame the coaches. Like, what are you? What are you saying to him? What, 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 what's being said in his ear? How are you coaching him up for this game to be ready and prepared to play this thing? And another thing, man, I don't understand why they brought Mark Andrews back. I, I never understood. What, what's, what's the young boy tight end name? Um, the one that comes Likely. 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 Yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know why, as well as Likely has been playing, they're going to put because that has and to And the be. offense was rolling. The offense was rolling. Exactly. Like, like let, let Andrews sit for another week. We've been rolling. We'll go with what we've been doing. If, and, and and by the way, we win this game. We got two weeks to the Super Bowl. What, Andrews might right. be ready by that time. But don't what bring him back. What they provide likely couldn't do right, and I think likely is a better a better deep threat. You know, I I didn't understand that at all. That had to have some. It, it was like going into the playoffs. You look for every edge you could get. Right. That's that's true. But I I think Andrews is their best player on offense besides Lamar, and that that's what that was. That was like okay. He's probably been practicing for a while. We just didn't, you know, yeah, the first, you know, okay. last two. So yeah. like, I got to say this. I got to say this. When we started the show, uh, you know, we're, we're on the Zoom, recording on the Zoom. And Rodney, I, I'm assuming, it parked in the parking lot or something. And the sun was shining bright. But <laughs> <laughs> since we progressed through the show, oh, the, light on. <laughs> the, the, sun, <laughs> the sun has set. I still see Rodney, but it's like he's in a cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in a cave being held hostage or something. It's eerie and dark, been weird, but <laughs> but that's what we think he's okay. 
he has he's all right. He's, he's all okay. Right. As long as he's okay. As long as he's okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. we'll come back. That's fake news or not. We'll come back after this break and we'll wrap things up here on the Federal Football Report. United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and America's largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal law enforcement agencies through our many varied programs, including free safety equipment donations, free officer survival training, cash donations, and condolence letters to the family of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty. USDSA also offers college scholarships for the dependent children of law enforcement along with the citizen awareness program and thank you cards to law enforcement. These are just some of the ways United States Deputy Sheriff's Association assists America's law enforcement and the citizens they serve. For more information about United States Deputy Sheriff's Association or to see how you can help, visit www.usdeputy.org. United States Deputy Sheriff's Association, taking training to the next level because lives are on the line. It's the final segment of the Federal Football Report. Not the final segment forever, just the final no. segment of this episode. He's Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rodney's hanging out as well. Um, I'm Claude, so there's no football this week. Now, I will say this. I didn't think I'd be interested in this whole All-Star Weekend flag football game thing, but I'm kind of looking forward to it this weekend. But what I want to know is, what are you guys going to watch with no football? There's no college, there's no NFL outside of the All-Star stuff. What are you going to be watching this weekend to pass time? Now, here's now I'm, I'm preferencing this because, for me, it's it's Law & Order SVU. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, if I if I catch one episode, I can't watch one. I've got to watch at least six or until I fall asleep. And I do morning radio, and so I'm, my alarm goes off at 3.30. Earlier this week, I literally watched Law & Order SVU till close to 2, a little bit after 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and got an hour and a half of sleep before I had to go in uh, to work. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's what I'll be. I'll, I'll find a Law & Order SVU rerun thing. It's the 25th anniversary of the show, so they've got the marathons going all over the place. That's what I'm going to be watching. Uh, Kevin, what about you? Well, I got to ask, is there any – are you like a SVU guy from the beginning until now? Or is, with me, there's like a sweet spot around maybe like season 10 and stuff, right? Yes. Like, yes. you know, right right around there. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't like uh, – I kind of like the Amero – well, not the Amero character. I forgot. The, the one guy that was the M- MMA fighter, right? He was in there for a couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing mm-hmm. the dude. Mm-hmm. I kinda, and the seasons right before that – I like the Richard Belzer uh, Law and Order when he was when he was there, right? You know, uh, uh, I never got into it once they got Amaro and 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 then the blonde chick and the guy. Yeah, that those, no, those are some of my favorite lawyer. seasons. Oh, really? But I will really? say this: those seasons are the most disturbing because they're much more graphic than the earlier yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And I don't really like that part of it. Um, but once you get past the like the first two and a half minutes, <laughs> then it's a lot less graphic, okay. and they're just trying to solve the case. Now, now me me personally, my taste is in the opposite direction. I like the reruns. I never watched this show when it was on prime time, but I stumbled across the reruns of Mike and Molly, and I just oh. find that that's so hilarious, man. The <laughs> chemistry between these characters is awesome, right? And Melissa McCarthy is is is, is great. I mean, she's not afraid of the physical humor. She'll run, she'll fall, and all that. Sometimes <laughs> it gets a little raunchy for my taste, but the, just the whole the, the the chemistry between. And I watch 
Uh, they have marathons on the weekend, so that's that's where I'm going to be. So I'm going to catch that because if there's anyone that I know who knows comedy, it's Kevin. Kevin knows yeah. funny stuff. It's some good and stuff. So I've never watched Mike and Molly, and so I'm going to try to catch up on that. It'll what, take what about you like you? three like three or four episodes, but once you once you do, you're you're there. Okay, what about you, uh, Rodney? Uh, I'm gonna just try to uh, I'm gonna try to I'm kind of intrigued with this uh the amateur guy uh young guy who's in sophomore in college. I forgot his name. Is Dun is it Dunlap? Oh, the, on the, the PGA tour. Yeah, he won the yeah. I can't remember which tournament it was, but he won one two weeks ago. He was at the University of Alabama, then went pro after winning. Yeah. Yeah. He had to he had to go pro. You can't turn that money down. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to go pro. Like when people are like, should he go pro? She's like, Of course he should go pro. Like and, and golf is the, the way golf works. It's like you have to strike when the iron is hot because you can go cold right. for a while. Don't forget, mm -hmm. there was about a year and some change where Jordan Spieth was like the hottest golfer like on the planet. Right. And then mm -hmm. after that, fell off. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, and that's what golf is. You're hot and then you're not. And right. then you're hot right. and then you're not, you know. And so while you're hot, you got to get all that money. And, and and also they said uh Jason Statham new movie was pretty good. Hopefully I could uh, find uh, they the said it was beekeeper. Yeah, the beekeeper. Okay. They said it was action packed. I mean, they maybe could get Kevin a review without saying it. So maybe Oh yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Let's write that down. Yeah. We should get you review, review next. So review, I want to see that too, but I owe my wife a movie. I owe her I mean it wasn't my fault that we didn't go, so I don't I don't really owe her, but um, what's the what's the the American something, Kevin? I think uh, uh, America. I know the one you're talking American about. American fiction, something like American that. American fiction, I believe that's it. Yeah, this yeah. the guy, the the one black guy who was in the Hunger Games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, there were two. Uh, it was one later on, but in the first Hunger Games, it was one black guy, and and it stars him and uh, and uh, Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross, maybe. Yes, 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 okay. yes. And, and yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, I haven't seen that one either. But I think it's pretty good. So yes, I recommend that. Right for one I haven't seen. Right, right. Okay. So, Claude, you say you got a story because I have one too, and I don't want to like keep everybody. Oh, you know, no. The network do stuff. you think? Yeah, no. My story was literally Law and Order SVU. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I'm born. I'm born and raised in uh, in DC, Southeast DC, 40th mm -hmm. Street, a block from uh, Southern Avenue, Pennsylvania mm -hmm. Avenue, Fairfax Village area. Right. Tough, right now, tough spot. Tough spot. It, it wasn't then though. When I grew up there, it was like Sesame Street. We <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> skipping around the daffodils. Mom yeah. had the flowers up. It was cool. But now my aunt lives in the house in the row houses, right? There's semi-detached row houses. Like the unit that I lived in was like two houses, right? The row houses, there's a gap and there's some more, right? You know? Um, anyway, my 93-year-old aunt lives there. So the um, daughter called me the other day and said, uh, that they were out. She had mom out. You know, she was, uh, she lives there alone, right? You know, uh, had mom out, and they were going home. And you know, mom is like a lot of old black ladies who like to play numbers and all this. And the the lady playing with the number machine was new, and it took her a long time to play the numbers, and it was like extended period of time. So when she got home, the street was blocked off, police tape everywhere, and they tried another entrance. Police it was blocked off. Turned out. There was a shooting on the street in front of the house, right? You know, yeah. it's like, which isn't a surprise, by the way. It's not a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so finally, they wouldn't let they wouldn't let her in because it was a crime scene. They wouldn't let her up the block. So finally, the police are going door to door trying to check the doorbell cameras. So they say, "Look, she has one, but she's not going to let you see it unless you let her in the house." <laughs> right. So they say, "Okay, funny. come on." I love it. I love she it. She puts her key in the door. 
The door shatters. No. Turns, oh, out, turns out that the people who were shooting had automatic weapons sprayed the block. Sprayed, no. sprayed the block, went through her door, went through her window. You know, you know, thank God. Thank God she number, wasn't there. Thank God the number lady was didn't know what she was doing. No. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. next, next time somebody delays you for something. Don't be mad at them. Mm-hmm. You might be saying, thank God. <laughs> Save your life. Here's, here's the kicker. That night, they were trying to take her to her daughter's house. She said, no, I want to stay here to protect my house. My 93-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so her name is Mary Ruth, but from that point on, they called her Mary Ruthless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And listen, <laughs> as someone who has, you know, who's, who's helping my mom and, and cousin and, and one of my aunts take care of my 97-year-old grandma, you know, these dudes can come around spraying the neighborhood if they think that this this, this lady ain't got something on her. <laughs> no, no, no. You come up in the house, you might you might get sprayed. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly <they> <laughs> right. She was fearless. She had no doubt. Yeah, come back if you want to. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it's a shame that, like I said, you know, that's the society we live in. We thank God that she's alive and well, but fearless. Fearless, right? She knows Man. who she believes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It's like, Maybe she could be the next defensive coordinator of the she, she, Hey, look, <laughs> I know we lead the league in personal fouls. I tell you, <laughs> yeah, you're right, right. We lead the league. <laughs> yes, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. It's the report of Federal News Network, fifteen hundred a.m. We'll get back together. We'll do it again next week. Rodney, you good to join us next week? All time, every time. Kevin, we may just need to add Rodney to the to to the official you know show, man. Rodney's the man. I love it. He's here. I mean, why not? I mean, he is as far as I'm concerned. Right? Yeah. yeah Who needs us? Right. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week and we'll preview the Super Bowl. All right, guys. It's the Federal Football Report. Finally, there's a sports show that speaks directly to you, the federal workforce. It's the Federal Football Report. We'll examine both the upcoming GSA and NFL schedules. Will the virtualization of the quarterback server enable him to develop connectivity with his new acquisitions? Will the end users be properly positioned to receive the big data? Can offensive line cybersecurity prevent defensive incursions? Will the new management be FedRAMP approved and able to make the key procurement? Don't be the fan that's stuck in the cloud. Tune in to the Federal Football Report, coming soon to Federal News Radio.